Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service, and I and I get to cover Kane, DuPage, and Kendall counties. And this week, I wanted to talk to you about some of the things you might do in your planning to control your vegetable insects uh, during the growing season. And one of those techniques that can be used is uh, just when you plant the crop itself. Uh, some insect pests in the vegetable garden really just can be avoided by planting at a proper time or a different time and also then selecting resistant varieties that are not as attractive to the pests. Uh, these are just two simple things that could be done. Some of the examples I wanted to share this week would be things like the squash vine borer and the squash vine borer is a caterpillar that usually always tunnels into the stem of say a squash plant uh, eating through the tissue where the, and especially the water conducting tissue and then as a result the plant wilts uh, and is dying by uh, midsummer, perhaps late summer if you're lucky but a lot of times just about the time it really begins to produce lots of squashes for us uh, we see the plant uh, withering and and failing and uh, the, the benefit of proper planting or proper plant selection is that uh, in, the, in this case the squash vine borer is reasonably selective in the kinds of squash that it really attacks or prefers to eat. Uh, for example, if we look at uh, winter squash varieties, it is particularly damaging to say Hubbard and acorn squash, but typically leaves most of the other winter squashes alone, such as uh, say butternut squash. Uh, when you're talking about uh, our summer squashes, uh, the, 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 the uh, squash vine borer really seems to like a zucchini squash and uh, leaving our yellow crookneck or yellow straightneck summer squashes uh, alone. So if you're growing a lot of zucchini, uh, you can expect to see that uh, insect getting into the garden and uh, damaging those kinds of uh, squash plants. Uh, another way to do this is to pl uh, plant some of the more resistant varieties uh, to these insects and that again will extend the season for you. Uh, resistant doesn't mean it won't be attacked but it usually means the plant gets to grow longer before it succumbs to death and you, in the meantime you've gotten lots and lots is a lot, a lot of more uh, squash uh, as a result. Uh, one of the other tricks that we can think about is when we're coming to the squash vine borer is that it primarily attacks right at the main stem at the soil line of, of the plant. So vining varieties that uh, have a tendency to root down as they leave the crown of the plant are also good because uh, while the crown of the plant might be damaged and killed, uh, the vines carry on their life because they've rooted down along at the nodes. And while the center of the plant may fail completely, the vine crop continues to grow and you indeed get uh, cucumbers and uh, other squashes as a result. Uh, one way to ensure that that happens is uh, periodically going out and mounting up some loose soil and keeping that moist next to the vines themselves and that will help promote the rooting. Uh, one example would be there are vi good vining varieties of acorn squash that are typically uh, readily available uh, where you might not find uh, uh, zucchinis for example that vine. So here again plant selection is one of the important uh, characteristics that, that, that you need to uh, really think about. Now the life cycle of this insect is that that uh, the squash vine borer as an adult is a moth 
uh, and it flies from spring through midsummer, uh, laying eggs on your squash plants that are susceptible. And uh, by planting your squash in a very timely manner, even if they get attacked by the, the vine borer itself, you've had more time for it to produce uh, fruits for you before you before you lose the uh, lose the plant. Uh, for example, if zucchini is attacked, uh, you still have time to produce or sow another uh, planting of zucchini and still get uh, uh, crop because uh, since the eggs are laid earlier in the summer and they've already hatched on existing plants, uh, there's nothing to attack the later planting. So your a lot of these vine crops will be borer free if you if you plant later in the season. Um, and uh, we have good weather and a long fall, you're still going to get plenty of vine crop um, to, to, to eat and consume and enjoy on the kitchen table. Uh, sometimes early plantings or late plantings, depending upon the pest, uh, uh, is essentially a great way to avoid a couple other insects and I wanted to, that I wanted to cover. Uh, by proper planting, uh, we can avoid some of the damages we'd get from, say, uh, potato leafhopper and or uh, corn earworm. Since neither of these insects overwinter in our area, in any consistent way anyway, uh, they migrate into our gardens from southern areas and they get blown up here at primarily in rainstorms or windstorms that literally carry the insect high aloft in the sky and uh, when the rain event passes through, um, they fall out of the sky, if you will, and are available then to begin to uh, affect our plants. So depending upon the season and the weather we have, these may or may not be a problem, um, but they certainly um, they, they cer certainly can be troublesome. So, so this migration then and maybe, you know, and any subsequent buildup of their numbers is, is usually not happening till mid to late summer. So if you plant uh, your potatoes relatively early in the season and they're up and harvested long before mid-season, then you have potatoes and haven't had a problem with the severe leaf curling and, curling and browning leaves that uh, the uh, leafhopper brings along. Um, I talked about the corn earworm and we're really talking about here's uh, sweet corn. Um, and if we can get sweet corn in the ground early enough around here and get our crops before um, mid to late July, we avoid having corn earworm in the ears of corn. So um, that's again to our to our really strong benefit that we can we can do that. So later crops in the year because the 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 uh, the bug shows up in storms uh, in the air again same thing later in the season they show up our later plantings of sweet corn would be damaged by the corn earworm where while our uh, earlier plantings would not be so you might grow your own sweet corn early in the season and then finish off the season by heading to the farm stand and, and buying it there for the later later crops because they have a better management strategy than we do typically as a homeowner so we might do very nicely with our own sweet corn early in the season and then and then not so well with the later plantings of sweet corn and, and so maybe plan on heading off and purchasing that corn for the rest of the summer at your favorite uh, farm stand well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's always a pleasure, and I'll be back with everybody again next week.